Um, uh, we're in uh, actually, what we you do. see, we, we, yeah. we, we don't like, prepare anything. Yeah. And we don't even like look at and each we, other. We improv it. So we, we just drop a beat. This is the music. You already know. Like by the time you, the these beautiful, beautiful wavelengths are reaching and tickling your eardrums, we will have already had this interview. Uh, we will also be releasing. We will have already released uh, a lot of our backlog. Uh, mm-hmm. But this is a special moment. Like I love, I love moments when you get to have conversations with your friends, people that influence you day in and day out. And this guy that we're going to be bringing on in the podcast to introduce you to, he's a prolific uh, artist. He's a singer, songwriter, producer, uh, violist. So you already know, viola gang out there, you already know that like, he's he's lit at. He just dropped a mixtape. He's actually one of the very first friends I made when I moved here to L.A., ran into him serendipitously and you know how we violists do we spot each other in a crowd and you track them down <laughs> you hunt them you hunt them you need to we need to stick together <laughs> but anyway this guy is has always been a source of positive energy for me inspiration he's taking me under his wing and uh i i just want i want you guys to meet him his name is jeremy jones uh and he's our guest today on the podcast hope you enjoy Live stream. Oh, with the phone? Yeah. So you yeah. had to like make sure. I had to like answer comments and stuff. It was tough. It was a mess. Yeah. The live streaming could be like, I don't know. That's a good I idea. think it's great. I think that's it is. Idea. And I'm going to do it, but I'm not going <laughs> to talk to them. Yeah, that's hard. I'm going to go right. live on the Ficky Notes podcast. It's an abusive relationship. You're going like to go playing. live and just ignore them. Yeah, exactly. You that's how, that's, that's our brand, right? That's so on brand it's to ignore our brand. audience. Yeah. It's just it's like, I love you. We're faking it. We're faking it. It's like, I love you, but I also don't. 
Welcome to <laughs> welcome to LA. That's, that's, that's lit. The, that is the lit way LA. LA. Oh, good. It's just me. Good. Yeah, it's just you. This beautiful human, Jeremy Jones. You see this beard? Oh, see that? I, I, your beard is. It's so really bad. The frame <laughs> no, is. It's dope. Beautiful. So I think we're we're rolling. I don't. We already started it a few times. We're we talking about my album. Yeah, but did, was that audio bad? Let's. Yeah, it's bad. Let's just start right here. One second. <laughs> Right here, right now, <laughs> yep, the pod is starting. Oh, I'm so frustrated. This this is the first time, this is the first, podcast first, where I'm starting a podcast tilted. I'm pretty tilted. He's tilted. I'm tilted. Since we have a guest here, can we talk about you, Drew? You're the guest. <laughs> We're actually going to interview you. I'm so you. tilted. Jeremy, What's up? first of all, thank you so much for coming. Thanks for coming to the pod. Of course. Like, you are, I, I've said it multiple times, I'm going to say it again, like, you were one of the first friends I made here in LA. And I could tell by the way that when I reached out to you, I was going to see my friend Yasmin perform. And I saw you play viola and I was like, yo, this is this is the dude. Like he's <laughs> like he's playing viola publicly. He's the playing dude. viola. How many people play viola publicly? Right? Not a lot. A lot of people who play viola are like, actually I play violin, but I just double on viola. But yeah. You are yeah, different. You've done it. You're different. You gotta bring the viola. You gotta bring viola. And you gotta bring it to other genres. Yes. The viola, we tucked in the, the back of the orchestra. Like, if but you actually, can shift you're on the, the viola, back. you can play anything. Ah. <laughs> but, <laughs> if you can dodge if you can a wrench. Accurately oh, you can, on the viola, uh, you're good, bro. If you, you can, can dodge, dodge a wrench. Ball, if you can dodge a bullet, you can dodge a ball, right? Dodge a wrench, dodge a ball. Wow. But you're so right. Un- unluckily, I can't shift. So. <laughs> My my options are limited. I feel like can only shift on the false. keyboard, man. It's fake. It's faking notes. We're faking notes. We're faking, faking notes. Faking notes. Speaking of faking notes, again, mm-hmm. thanks for coming to the pod yeah, and nice. hanging out with us. Cheers, We've already Cheers. given you an Cheers. intro. Cheers. We drink the finest water. <laughs> Did you hear that? Glasses. We, we filter it. Filter it, and we put it in glasses. There are no solo cups, no solo red cups in the faking notes <laughs> podcast. This is a college. We fake everything except the silverware and the, the kitchenware. So, mm-hmm. Solo cups, not sponsors of the pot. Not sponsors. So we'll drink Brita? out of anything Brita? if you give it to us. Brita? In What's the best purifier? Like, like, what is that? that you That's the Brita, but I don't know if they're better or if they're like the evil empire, if they're like the apple of water. <laughs> I would say they're not a friend of the podcast. They're an acquaintance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We mm-hmm. appreciate their company, but we can't let them get too close. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Right, because national security. Yeah, yeah. It could get really dangerous here. I mean, if, start you can, knocking. if you can control the water, you can control. Is that Bob Mueller again? Mueller, what I tell you, man, <laughs> you need to stay out of here, Mueller. Seriously, <laughs> I have nothing to say to you. Our neighbors are going to be like, scared. "Oh my god, those neighbors! <laughs> they're so they're loud." Some Mueller. I think uh, there. I think there are black people in the apartment. You <laughs> <laughs> sounded pretty black. You sounded hella black. I, I was like. Mola, god damn it! If I didn't tell you once, I didn't. Yeah. You sounded angry. That have changed everything. Yeah. It's, I'm, I'm Wait, how did you guys meet again? You said Julia. Right? Yeah. yeah. So we met at the Juilliard School. Welcome to the Juilliard School Welcome. podcast. Uh, I, I'm pretty <laughs> sure. I don't know. That, so someone just just retired. I didn't meet her, but how they phrased the email, they said the voice of Juilliard is retiring. Oh, and I yeah, wonder yeah, yeah, no, if it's, it's her. Yeah, I think it so is. So maybe you it can be the new voice. Be like. Hey, hey. Do, 
hey, a lot of responsibility. Honestly, though, I would take that on, especially if I got like a royalty check. Like, oh, bro, I get like ten cents every time somebody a calls. Cool. Do they're always yeah. calling and they'll be like. You know, is this the CVS? No, that's a uh, 68th Street. You know? Yeah, <laughs> actually, um, welcome to the Juilliard School. Uh, if you know, if you already know the party that you want to reach, dial that motherfucking extension. You know? <laughs> I ain't got time for this. Get, yeah, you gotta make it. You gotta make it. You gotta like get you your shit together. Get it together. No, you're not gonna be on the podcast, Juilliard. <laughs> No, you're, I know you're calling. You can't be on the podcast. This Every the day. Thing. They're going to start calling. They keep emailing, yeah. emailing me and they're just like, we, we just, we want to be on the pod. Mm-hmm. And they just, they haven't quite hit that, that level of trust yet. They're, they're not like Jeremy Jones here. They, <laughs> they, they're not, they don't bring beautiful acoustic perspective to pop music. Mm. They're not pop music playing violists like our mm. man here. So we, we were. Beaut- I want to like that was segway. Segway. Dennis segway. Segway. So I listen. I've been listening to your mixtape, man. And if y'all haven't heard, he has a mixtape that just dropped this year. It's called Late Bloomer. It's on Spotify. Where else can it be found? Title. Title. Apple Music. Okay. I see your mama's. Your mama's bedroom. Your mama's bedroom. Ooh. Um, the most expensive service. subscription ever got. <laughs> every streaming service. <laughs> every streaming service right now. So check it out. Search Late Bloomer, Jeremy Jones. So why'd you name it Late Bloomer? That's like really interesting. Um, yeah, I feel like all millennials are like late bloomers. Like they feel like late bloomers right now. Uh-huh. Like this was kind of like I wrote this thinking like I could tell like what way my life is going. Like I was like, I'm not gonna get like it's gonna be a minute until like I get where I want. And you knew be. that. Mm-hmm. When did I you first realize that? that? At 24, really? that's when I decided I was going to, like, start solo music, like, doing, like, solo music. Mm-hmm. But I was like, I feel like I'm starting late, so it's going to be late. Like, I'm not, like, starting at, like, 18, you know? Like, yeah. I'm not, like, the son of, like, a record exec. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I didn't have that. So, I don't know. I feel like it's cultures, like, we all feel like we're we're trying to figure it out. Yeah. Like, a lot of the albums, it's themes of... You're just essentially working through... What we're all trying to work through. Which so is, he's faking notes. He's faking notes. Mixtape. Mixtape. This is the sort of faking fam. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. So this album's like, I guess, a great way to describe it. And I like hearing you, you talk about it because you're essentially recording your self awareness. Yeah. So yeah. it's so like the subject matter is the thing uh-huh. that kind of goes on. Do you, do you see it as kind of a time? timepiece like to was it to capture you totally. now totally yeah it was like it was like pretty much those songs were all like me going through like weird relationships weird like mm-hmm. fucking money situations of me just being like broke 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 yeah no like just yeah. that period of time and so I think a lot of artists they that when they write music it is like that. It's a timepiece of that moment. It should be like yeah. to be really um, to, if you're gonna be real with yourself, you know. Mm-hmm. Like uh, obviously there's all sorts of artists, but the artists I tend to listen to are like they write about their time right now. So mm-hmm. um, that's basically what that was, and um, that's what I was going through. All this stuff you're in the albums. I fear, I feel, I don't fear, I don't fear anything. Except we fear, fear nothing on the face. Because, yeah, exactly. But I feel that documentation is what makes 
being an artist interesting. You know, it's it's like you don't have it all figured out. And that's the story narrative. Any interesting story doesn't start out with the conclusion. It starts out with an introduction. Unless you're you know, uh, season eight of Game of Thrones. <laughs> you just fast forward hey, that. Don't yeah. bring Game of Thrones up. People oh, are going to start. We talked about Game of Thrones really mad about that. We've already yeah, done yeah, like a yeah. 25-minute rager. <laughs> like one of our most recent podcast episodes was just us like talking, just bitching about how it's like a uh, a plot-driven story instead of character-driven story, mm. which is what made it successful. And which was yeah. great and why your album took success because it doesn't do that. Yeah. <laughs> It's not plot driven, you're saying? Yeah, like, it's, it's it's character, character driven. And every, you're the yeah, you're the character. Every song yeah. has its own story narrative and, and, and has its own independent thought mm-hmm. that then interacts with the whole piece in general. Mm-hmm. Uh, for instance, Road, uh, one of those tracks, it's it's talking about how incredibly lonely it is to be a musician. Can you talk a little bit more about that? Like, when did you yeah. write that? I mean, it, it was one of your singles, right? From 2018? Or? Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I put it out last year, but uh-huh. I pack. I kind of like the album sort of like a package. I went through a lot of efforts since moving out here. I went through a lot of like weaving Twist and turning and trying to get the album mm-hmm. out. And so uh-huh. like different processes of like putting singles out. And then, yeah. and then eventually I was like, I'm just going to package it. And But anyways, that was one I wrote 2018 when I moved here. And so being in L.A., as you know, as musicians, it's so, a lot of the times it is lonely because you're just like, how do I do this? Like, you're yeah. like figuring it out and you can't really figure it out if you're always hanging out with people. Yeah. So you have not. to be lonely. Like, yeah. it's so weird. But you need people to say. Exactly. You, you have it's to It's so have weird. You need people, but you like can't always be, be, you need the right people. That's what I eventually figured out. Mm-hmm. But like right. at that people. time. The, the right people. The right the people. The right people. Okay, I get it. I get it. I get it. <laughs> you need right people. Yeah, I, I write people. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I white people. I, I, like, no, white, people. White, 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 white people. White people. What about white people? As long as they buy the album. We, we, need, we need white, white people, people to buy the album. White people, yeah. if you're yeah. listening, yeah. buy yeah. the album. There's a white person Spotify. listening. His name's Chauncey. What's up, Chauncey? Chauncey. What's up? What's up? But I think LA, for me, or the way I synthesize it recently is like, you kind of want a really hot girl around to talk to. And you're, and it's like, sometimes you're okay with her just like barely paying attention to you. Just cause like you like that feeling of around. having somebody around. Yeah. But then you realize the real work, the real self work that's required to be a better person and to be a stronger person is the stuff that you need to do when you close your door, you turn off your phone, you mm-hmm. don't even listen to music. You just sit with yourself. Yeah. And kind of allow the subconscious uh, hum and drum of your life to manifest. It's like emails. It's like, I think that your psyche, at least what I'm discovering is like, when you sit with yourself and kind of meditate and just allow your mind to just wander a little bit, it's like Things allowing, come to you. they come to it you. Comes to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's so hard to do that though. Cause you have to trust that it's going to come. But yeah. Like, Which is scary. Yeah. And plus in, in this it. day and age, since we have so much access to everything, <sighs> Being bored is a terrifying concept these days. Oh yeah, like that's one of the scariest things. Yeah. We 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 might have mentioned this on the pod, but they did that test where it was you if you get the you know get the marshmallow now, or if you wait you you if you wait five minutes you get two marshmallows. So uh-huh. that's kind of like a delayed gratification thing. Uh-huh. We're very bad at that. Uh-huh. But then there was another one. You can leave now if we shock you, or if you wait ten, if you just sit here and t- for ten minutes, yeah, you can walk right. out. 
and people would take the shot. Being bored, they, we'd it's rather terrifying. be physically harmed than to be bored. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? <laughs> Is that what if you're just you're, you're just got an Apple Watch and just like oh just god, like knocks yeah, you out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do pay attention. That's a good message for millennials to just like just every time you get scared, just like like brutally harm you. <laughs> Like shot. <laughs> I feel like I feel like our generation needs a like a little man. shot. Yeah, and, like and then you're like, that. why do I have a boner? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? It's not, that wasn't in the fucking. I didn't know I was into beauty stuff, <laughs> yeah. but uh, I'm learning a lot about myself today. <laughs> See, there was there was another study. Yeah. So, so, so for you, is it when you're doing this kind of? And everybody left the live. So, so everybody left the live. Oh, no yeah, we're not gonna talk about <laughs> Okay, trust. We'll get back to those in a couple minutes. But for you, was the process of making this album kind of that meditation? Like we're in the in kind of like the studio. Do you feel like there's active work? Do you disappear into it? Is that your meditation, or do you have to do that separate in order to mm. make the music? That's interesting because like. Cause like I self-produced the album. Mm -hmm. So there's so many aspects of the process that, by the way, self-producing an album, that's hard as fuck. Like Kanye, the way he did, I don't know how he did his shit. But mm -hmm. Like it's just like so many different mind channels. You have to like producing it, sitting there being like all super analytical and thinking, but mm -hmm. also knowing you have to write it later. Mm -hmm. Like it's like- And then not even to mention the business. So the business. How to get oh, it yeah, out. No. How I to mean, get it out. Like, I have someone that helps me with that. Yeah. That, yeah. But I mean, yeah, there definitely, de there definitely was like processes, like writing is more meditative, I feel like. Mm -hmm. Cause you're like, words don't, for me, it, words can sort of come out of me. But like, if I'm wanting to do like a song song, I, I, I push them out and then I like, try to organize them in a way where it's like, fits like a pop structure. Cause Got I tried it. to make it, I tried to make it appealing, like, but mm -hmm. also different. That's what I was going for. La, 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 la. musically the Jamaican church like the idea or it was a Jamaican music that you were listening to oh or? I just like my, my family's super like traditionally Jamaican like I guess traditionally I don't even know sense. which traditional Jamaican is like even though I that's, am Jamaican that's probably it's it's just like I feel like in Jamaica everything is about religion okay and that's so interesting. it's very like uh, spiritual <laughs> I feel like in Jamaica uh, or like in the Caribbean mm -hmm. um no secular music. Like, I wasn't allowed to listen to, like... Wow. Like, I had to listen to, like, 
like Christian music. Like I wasn't okay. able to like wow. listen to that shit. So that's why I was like, so like, no, I won't listen to it growing up. Do you that remember the thing. moment? Is there like a certain song or just like, t- take us with, you know, as specific as you can, that yeah. moment where you first noticed music that wasn't oh, sacred. When did Kanye. you start noticing Kanye. girls? <laughs> yes. When did you know that music was more than just Jesus? We're, three, we're getting three, three years old. Boom. Yeah. But let's, yeah, let's hear it. it He's was, an early tell us about that night capacity. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> no, I, I was like, I was super curious about everything. Like, I, yeah. I was just, I'm a very open minded person. I don't like to be boxed in. So I was like, mm-hmm. don't box me in. I wanted to explore and I wanted to see what was out there. So having limitations really didn't appeal to me at all. Kanye, Pharrell, like, those are my two. Mm-hmm. When, when I heard his music, I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> I mean, well, yeah, because it's just. It's so he much sets the different. trend. He's he's years in advance, almost always. What he's he a does. futuristic man, like mind, mindset man. Like, um, yeah, his music really appealed to me mm-hmm. back then. So, um, what was the first track that you heard by him? Do you remember? everything from College Dropout? Jesus walks, um, and I think that's funny because like I because of the religious upbringing, mm-hmm. it was like the connection of like, see, mm-hmm. it can be good, mom. Like it can be yeah. fucking like. That was the, that was like, he was like, he covered a lot of different um, um, areas. And uh-huh. I feel like he was uh-huh. able to bring people that were religious into secular music and say like, listen, even the Christian music is trying to make money. Like, yeah. like hello, like, <laughs> yeah. it's about people. Like, it's like, <laughs> the Christian music is a business too. So like, yeah, oh, it's a full on tapping into that. So it's like, and I saw that as a kid and I was like, no, like. Kanye's saying the truth, you know? He's saying real shit. That's what he's gonna do. He's speaking the truth. He's speaking the truth. Speaking the truth. But yeah, that one, that. growing up, that was that. But obviously, the classical music, because I studied that. Yeah, tell us more, tell us yeah. more about your, your background with classical music. Um, I started on violin, um, and I really was like... Okay, oh, so you're not pure blood. I'm, <laughs> Damn, I'm pure dude. Blood. So you're dude. like... Sorry, I lied. You're yeah. like... A Weasley. A, a, we- a Weasley. Weasley. A Weasley. What's a Weasley? That's silence. Harry Potter. <laughs> Harry Potter. Oh, Harry Potter reference. Wow, bro. Oh, do, do, is- do you still feel the same way about Kanye and, music, and his music today as you did with College Dropout? That's a really great question by our is. friend friend of the pod, Chauncey. Chauncey loves music. He's a violist as well. Oh, we're in so there are Montana. three violists. Viol- there are three violists. This is out of control. In this this no, no. But we, but we, we got, got we got um, one watching the, yeah. the, the stream. Um, no, um, I think I think he is really misunderstood. I think um, wow, yeah. I think media and being out here um, has taught me a lot about media and the mm-hmm. way it shapes our mindset and the way we. One hundred percent. It's yeah. scary. It's very it's scary. scary. Yeah. And like, if people don't realize that they'll just see what they see and think it's but literally no Kanye is like a dad like he like he has opinions like everyone else but he's but a literal dad he's a literal he's dad. A dad he has a human baby <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah and I mean, his wife he's just surrogates his, his children that's crazy oh, yeah. that's a little weird that's crazy to me I also, don't want to judge she's I don't not know trying to fuck up her body I get it but also, like, come on. But dude. like, you're Kim Kardashian. You're gorgeous. I I don't think I we, like can, we can't even conce- less- we well, can't even conceptualize. She still has. Part. It's still her eggs. They just put it in another woman, so she doesn't have to carry it. 
This is right. some, oh, some like Matrix. It's the Matrix right. shit. Yeah, that's. I really, honestly, that's I think how, that's going to really be the know how future. That's going to be the future. For real. It's already happening. Like, rich women paying women who aren't rich to have It's, this, it's a new them. student loan. Yeah. So if you got any, uh, you know, federal student loans, you just have a baby and you're done. Chauncey's a dad. Chauncey's literally a dad. He's a literal. He's a, hey, I'm a literal dad. I'm a literal dad. <laughs> Cheers. I'm Cheers not a dad. Literally. I hope I'm not a I'm dad. I'm not a dad. I'm unaware. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm unaware. <laughs> If, if you're out there and you're like trying to say uh, say that I'm I'm the father of your children, you just need to I'm a I'm a pull the Billy Jean defense. Billy Jean. That's she's not my lover. Kid is not my son. That's not my son or daughter. Yeah. And I don't care if their eyes look like mine. My eyes are black, so. But you would um, want to be that's my a like your soul. They're blacker than my soul. Right now, got a black soul. Speaking that's of that, yeah. that's what that is. About. That's what late bloomers about. Black <laughs> souls. There's like so many different things. Road's definitely about road. The track is definitely about like I'm too numb. Like, I have to be numb to get through this shit. Right. <laughs> no, they, he's laughing because he looked. He saw the look on my face, and I was like, "Facts." I'm facts. too numb as hell. Dude. I have to be numb to get so through this numb. shit because like. Yeah. What the fuck? But there was a girl at the time that was like a ray of sunshine that like every once in a while was like, all right, like. I know that feeling. Knowing that it's real. Oh, man. But then. um, The clouds come back out again. And it's like, you're like a plant just wilting. (laughs) I mean, I can't wait for, I can't wait for you to hear. You got to get your, your, your music. My, my bars. I feel like you got some stuff to say. Viola cats Today. It's Very late bloomer. I, I'm like <laughs> the latest of bloomer. I, I certain, certain certain things happen today where I'm kind of like, yeah, I'm just tired of being a weenie. I need to get my music out there. A weenie. Speaking of that yeah. new yeah. merch that's going to be on our shirt, I, I'm, tired I'm tired of being of, a weenie. Tired of being tired a weenie. Of being a weenie. And then just we have, a, we have a picture of like a little sad, a sad little sad hot dog. dog. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of like out of a bun. Oh, it's like half in a bun. Yeah, like (laughs) (laughs) I feel like how did the faking notes happen? Like, what was that? The faking notes. This is a segment we like to call "Get Interviewed by the Interviewee." Yeah, no, no. I think it's all about the conversation. Going back, yeah. How we how we open simply we wanted conversations. Yeah, and we want to be able to bring in other people into our world and orbit and then just uh, complain for money. So <laughs> Yeah. And, and and create a new company called Uber for Grandpas. Uber for Grandpas. <laughs> here's here's the deal. I'm so I've learned a lot by just paying attention to the way the world is changing. We are one hundred percent in the information age and it's just gonna get worse. And I think because we're in an information age and we're oversaturated by opinions and, and all these different perspectives, I think what we're losing is long form conversation. And I think that's what podcasting really does. And I want to be mm-hmm. among the leaders, at least from the classical perspective and music perspective, that values and documents real conversations about what it means to be in this really transformative time in human history. Yeah. And what it means to be human right now. What it means to be, it's never been like this. Yeah. It's never been like this and, before. And plus, like, particularly with the medium, maybe I think after this, let's just talk about your experience promoting this album, going and doing, having to do other interviews and things like yeah. this. I think what's nice about podcasting is there's not a set time limit. 
So yeah. you don't have a six-minute segment mm-hmm. on TV show or Good mm-hmm. Morning, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, good Morning, Tallahassee. <laughs> you don't have to go on and be like, I love Good Morning, and, and you know, it's just say the about you. Our, our guests are smart. They know what to read. They'll read. They'll go to your webpage. They'll, <laughs> they'll read the about me. Yeah, they that. will. They're gonna listen to Instagram, Jeremy X X Jones. Hey, we got two people. Jeremy X. What's up, OJ? Let your music out, Drew. Let it breathe. I'm trying, man. I, it's, <laughs> I'm trying. It's just like. Walking around, you're the coolest on the street. Rocking your outfit from Japan. Yeah, yeah. The one you bought on vacation last week. You're still on your parents' plan. Yeah, yeah. All of the peculiar things seem to be alright now. Easy following the coolest team in the fair weather. She's one of my favorite humans. Yeah. And, uh, like you, she's really funny. Can I have her next? So you, next yeah, time. I'm gonna hit her up. I'm actually gonna go see her tomorrow. Sweet. So I'll, I'll get her to get her to see if we can get her to come through next week. Um, That's why I record a lot of interviews and shows because life yeah. happens. So and we want to just like the album, documenting life. Documenting yeah. life. So what's next for you though, Jeremy? What's next? You put out the mixtape that you've been sitting on for a while. Because these songs, a lot of them you've sit, sit on them for a little while. You put it out into Earth. What is What has been the result? Like, what's been the craziest result of throwing it out there? The so craziest far? result? Yeah. Oh, man. I feel like, I, well, I didn't think people from around the world would listen to it. Like, people in Japan bump that shit. That's, that's crazy. Wow. Thanks, thanks you to Nick Darling Records, who um, is really, really helpful with, like, promoting and putting my stuff out because uh-huh. like it's very that's another aspect of putting music out is to is actually distribu- distributing it uh-huh. in like a effective way but anyways um the the japan stuff is crazy i might have to go to japan how, how crazy are we talking like is it just um, from a sheer numbers and volume how many dick pics a day do you get <laughs> <laughs> that's usually when you know things are getting crazy it's like you gotta measure it in dick pictures just like oh I'm huge in I Ukraine yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have I got like four penises Uzbekistan like, you start Uzbekistan like putting them in categories of, of of areas in the world no that's that's never happened thankfully I don't I don't I don't understand that concept to be honest uh, what, also also the big, Johnny yeah <laughs> <laughs> no man Japan <laughs> Japan um, <laughs> it was just interesting to see people 
go from my Spotify to like my other avenues of like like YouTube and like oh so they actually they like check, spread out yeah. you can check tell you, out. you can yeah. tell they like they're doing the research it's not That's just yes. Uh, you're not just across on the playlist. It's like, wait, I need to figure out more that's about the story. Yeah, that's, that's great. crazy. Because that that's means awesome. that they actually. So it means like I need to figure out how to market to Japan and like be more of that. Because it would be dope to play there. I've never been to Asia. I don't know if you've. Been I haven't been. I spent, I spent a month in Japan. Really? Last year, last summer. It's that would be crazy. I love it. I love it. Did you spend a lot of money? Not really. I mean, the flight, yeah, and the Airbnb, yeah. It's pretty expensive but, there, though, right? Not really. Uh, the American dollar is strong versus the yen. Okay. So I've spent maybe a hundred bucks a week on food. I'm I'm booking my flight right now. Yeah, I know, dude. It was That's wild. Awesome. Like you can get you can go for like five hundred yen, which is like five bucks, a little less than five bucks. You can get great stuff from Seven Eleven, and their Seven Elevens are lit. Like they have pre-made dinners <laughs> and stuff. You just throw in the microwave that are really yummy. Um, America needs to set that game up. Dude, Japan's food is wild. It's well, pretty food, much yeah. almost everywhere else's food is amazing. There, there's a lot. I still want to go, there. man. I, I, I really want to Yeah, go. man. Like, I if, can't you need, wait. if you need, like, a groupie. <laughs> hey, <laughs> you know, I'll open for you. <laughs> hey. That's good. Uh, so, so you got, like, it's just the numbers, like, that's a specific market. It's interesting how you probably never would have felt that, right? Yeah. No. Not what's, at most, list, what's track is the most popular from your mixtape? Um, people like run and a lot. They people do. Like it's like over song. 100, is over 150,000 plays? It's like 110,000. That's crazy. Plays. We're trying to do more of that. I haven't done a music video yet, and I think that that's going to be the next. I have a, I have a friend who can hook you up. Ooh. I'm afraid to hook you up. That would be Let's have it happen. Let's get that video. Yeah, I feel like yeah, that's that's, that's really important these days. Like music videos. Oh, it's essential. you have to. Like yeah. videos. It's kind of weird because I watch them way less, but and then it's just reminding myself that how I consume media yeah. is right. not remotely how everyone else consumes 100%. media. And right. then you see some of these music videos, pretend, you know, depending on how you do it, mm-hmm. can uh-huh. be the thing. You think of I'm just gonna come out with like I'm just gonna come out in like a Migos way, like with the color. Uh, <laughs> you just run you down should the just get some face tattoos and color your hair like yeah. rainbow. It's yeah, just no. you're just running. SoundCloud rapper star kit. Yeah, no. <laughs> that's basically what's gonna happen. Um, no, videos are super important, and I think shows are really important. People will sleep on shows, but like playing out, that gives people oh, yeah. a chance to like. Like you're talking about live conversations, mm-hmm. people uh-huh. still want real experiences, life experiences. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. even though social media is in the phone, like I feel like we're gonna start living in our phone. We're gonna start becoming the phone. I feel like mm-hmm. it's gonna yeah. be the next. It's gonna be weird. But, I still believe until we get full VR haptic feedback and all that other stuff, the social media will always be the gateway drug to real life interaction to a real gateway, life yeah. event. So if people discover you on social media and they love your music video, first of all, I've watched music videos of songs that I hated, watched the video in absolute And then you love the song. Yeah, Yeah, because I had something attached to it. It becomes more of an actual work of art. But I also think that like when people consume those media on the YouTube or on the Facebook or on the Snapchat, it gives them a taste and a desire to see that thing occur in real life and see if it really holds up. Yeah, and I think that's totally. why the live shows. Because without do. social totally. media, everything, the barrier is changing. I mean, you're going, doing self-producing it, but working with distributors and, yeah. and yeah. things. If before, without social media, there'd be nothing. Oh, nothing. Unless you went through Gateway 
mm-hmm. and then they do it how they want, mm-hmm. you're left out there. So then think about all these artists who are upcoming or late bloomers who can do, who can <laughs> Call do back. callbacks. <laughs> like like, late bloomer must be just a great phrase. I mean, like, I really, the merch is, the next, is also the next thing. Um, Dude, it's great, it's great bad branding. Yeah. Great branding. Plus the symbolism lot. of late bloomer of like, the flower, yeah, is it's very reminiscent Tyler as yeah. well. Oh yeah, yeah, flower boy and stuff. And if you haven't been checking out uh, Dissect Podcast, shout out, shout friend out, friend of the pod, Cole Kushner, fire. That's fire. Whole series. I like that podcast. It's really good. I liked it. I like it. I like that podcast a lot. He's dope. That's fire. Yeah, um, like he, if you want to dissect my album. Yeah, dog. Oh, he's the. It's funny. Tag. Like I saw on Instagram, he just posted. Uh, he's taking 30 second responses of like people's takeaways from the season four of Tyler's Flower mm-hmm. Boy, and he's gonna include it in the season finale. Mm. So mm. I'm gonna send a 30 minute clip his way and email see if, see if we can get on the pod. Get on the pod. Yeah, you should do too. I think we should all should. Pod merch. Okay. Listen to this voice, that sexy voice. I want to hear it all the time. <laughs> That's another thing that I love about you and what? why I wanted to bring you on the podcast. And you haven't done much of it. It's like whenever we hang out, you'll interject. You, we know It's very apparent that you grew up with church music because you will just yeah. interject. That's what I love. Over words. Just You're that. such a hype man. I, I try to hype people up. You're such people, a good hype man. People dude. need hype. <laughs> what, what motivates you to want to be that type of hype man? Because that that takes a mm. rare type of personality. Most people are like, look at me. But you're like, oh, look at this person. Like, for instance, right. we went and saw Jesse, saw Bad Snacks perform mm. a show. Mm. And you, and what's your friend's name who plays guitar and sings? Kiazi. Not just Kiazi, the other guy. Uh, Dion. 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 Yes. Dion was turning up for Jesse. You and Dion uh, were turning up yeah, for we Jesse. And like our little corner of the audience Ooh, was like, man, that crowd um, was whack. Not whack, but like, I could tell there were musicians in the crowd. They were just listening. Exactly. That's why I understood. And I was like, yeah. I am but right. like, yeah. yeah, like this is a, like, this is a, a beat lot. show, man. Yeah. <laughs> like, you're supposed to like feel the beat, not just yeah. be like, that kick drum happened on the floor. That's the hot. I always feel, I'm like, <laughs> I'm so guilty about that. There's I, okay. I, me and my friend. It's so funny. We were obviously the only like we were both in music school, played trumpet, but we were both huge guitar buffs uh-huh. and like rock bands. And it was in Greensboro, North Carolina, uh-huh. in this tiny little venue. And three hours in, it was a, like a reunion of CKY, uh-huh. which is like if you're in if you're a skateboarder, you like them, and you know their two songs. And if you don't, you don't know them. <laughs> but I played guitar. I didn't. I don't skateboard. But I just I like this band. So they come back and the. <laughs> and we're, we're standing there and it's kind of like a glorified bar something you'd see in a movie like in the Matrix where it's, it's like four floors and you can all look down in so it's, it's, like it's not a huge floor. wide yeah it's kind of like parties but everyone's there uh-huh. for this concert and they're just they're throwing it down on this tiny stage and me and my friend had been waiting there for like three hours watching all these kind of really bad lead-in bands mm-hmm. it's local Greensboro and we're, we're waiting there and so we're at the front row yeah and the whole time, we're just standing there staring because we're just entranced by the music. Uh-huh. Everyone else is freaking out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you're just kind of like, like show. they're all wearing their like black Fender shirts, all these guitar, all these people. <laughs> uh, there's just tattoos everywhere and piercings, and they're they're you know they're moshing, going insane. Yeah. And me and my friend are just standing there. I probably have a polo on. I'm just like, 
like with my mouth open, and I'll never. That would have been you and Jesse. Uh, yeah, it's because because I'm just like focused. You would have been like I'm in the music. I'm watching the guitarist's hands, like how how they craft the whole. Performance. Yeah, that's cool. We need people like that. But, Are they in but the not to be, idiot? But not to be. No, no, hundred <laughs> percent. Like, oh my god, the transition with uh, the pedal and what pedal are they using? <laughs> it's but, two five one modulating by a half step down every four bars. It's like wait, it's is like, this oh, autumn leaves? Yeah. <laughs> Giant steps. It's <laughs> tritones. So, so <laughs> that should be your opening. Oh, that's really singing that should be your opening shit. Dude, we were just right? talking about pretty people. Throw. It sounds like you're saying faking notes and part of pretty people. You get a oh, shout out. Oh, it paused. It's back. What paused? It's probably somebody tried to call me. All right. These, oh, these, these, these girls are texting me. Deal. They're like, oh, I get heard that this girl didn't want to hang out with you anymore. Guess this is my time to slide in them DMs. Damn. And I'm like, yes. Dude, I'm gonna, open for business. It's going to happen. Get you. I can tell Dude, you. Dude, I don't tell need you to get no. No. <laughs> no. I'm just yeah, thirsty. You don't have to be like I'm just thirsty. <laughs> have you seen that meme of me carrying all Here's, those drugs of water? water? That's me. I need some water. I need, need a little some, something. I'm just a man, dude. I'm just a man. I am no, just a man. I'm just a human. Thank the, you. Wrapping up. So at this concert, <laughs> we're standing in the front row. Wow, we are not doing this concert. What happened in the concert? And so we're sitting there and the and the guitarist, the lead guitarist, starts talking to us. You know, you know, like where you like hype it up the stage, he's up there talking and he looks at my friend and he starts talking to him. My friend is, he's so in the zone, he doesn't even notice. So the guitarist is freaking out because he's talking to some dude who probably thinks having like, I don't know, a a seizure or something. He's just, my friend's just standing there staring and the guitarist just tries to speak to him and throws a guitar pick at him. And then he, my friend didn't even realize. It's just, just, this dude dude was probably like, (laughs) the guitarist is, I'm sure assumed like this, whatever drugs this kid is on. I want. Some. I want. <laughs> well, I I also made it a point. Like I I love the musician community, but I don't want them to just be the ones that like at me. the concert because and that's what those that show was like, and that's why I was like, no, like yeah. I want like models at my concert. Like I yeah. want people who are just like love music. I want musicians that appreciate because I want people to appreciate the fact that I took time and I know music. One hundred percent. I yeah. want that. And I know Jesse yeah. wants that too, and that's why yeah. she's happy for everyone. But. You, you just need those that. people that are like in the show. Getting yeah. into it, which is funny because that's a massive classical music problem. Mm-hmm. That's who that's who else there. If mm-hmm. they didn't play it in school or they yeah. aren't currently playing it. Yeah. And you know. But I'm glad there's a there. market for classical musicians. And I feel like you're like part of that. Like there's a map, there's a market to make them be good, like to have a business around it. Like, oh yeah, but you it's, know what I mean. Like it's, it's but not it's purely self-sustaining. Probably the yeah. problem though is is yeah. most people who are in it are going to those concerts are just trying to get, you know make they're making money off classical music too. It's their livelihood, yeah. and so you wind up just it's kind of like we're yeah we're all running the same store and we just bought each other's crap to pay yeah. us. But in the end, we're just buying each other's crap. Yeah, exactly. There's no you new. You can sustain off of that, but it's not like yeah, it's barely it's 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 a it's a village. So you're, you know, it's here's the goat. System. Here's yeah. the goat for the for your water. Um, the goat. <laughs> whatever. Cool. Brita. Yeah. Brita. Brita. Not a friend. Acquaintance. Acquaintance of the podcast. podcast. I, we talked about this at length in our most recent recording before mm-hmm. this, like just like the the state of classical music and why it's floundering. And I think the way you approach your music is exactly the way it needs to be done. And it's, that's why I moved out here is because people out here, like you said, they understand 
media and the power of media and how to shape people's perceptions, how to tell stories and things like that. And I think if the intent is good and it's wholesome, you can produce something that tells why it's cool to be human, right? Or you could just co-opt and go trendy and just kind of get your 15 minutes of fame. But I want to be a pillar of the music community at large. Lasting like, power. Dang. Lasting power. I want to be pillar. a pillar. Was a whole ass pillar. <laughs> a whole ass pillar, man. Maybe not the load bearing pillar, but just something like maybe on the corner of the The building. one that looks good that you walk, yeah, walk around. Yeah, I want to be like that glass that part of Juilliard that everybody sees. Oh, Everyone takes the, photos. takes the photos. Takes the photos. Yeah. You shot Juilliard out. Shout out Julianne. I shout out. You know what? They've Even though I owe them, oh, here, I owe them. <laughs> I, not owe them money. They've been they've been paid long gone. Long right. been paid. They've taken like, the money. The someone, federal government wants the money. money. I owe the feds. I owe the feds. I That's actually uh, tried to recertify. The one thing that I hate about these government websites is that, especially FAFSA, is that they don't uh, work half the time. I couldn't no. even log in my FAFSA account. I, ch- I changed the password four times, waited 30 minutes in between for it to register, and they still locked my account. I'm trying to recertify from paying $800.49 every month to a more, a more income-driven monthly payment. $800? $800 a Jesus month. Jesus Christ. Oh, you had a job. That's a second. That's a second that's a, more. Not a mortgage, but a second rent. Yeah, if I knew what a mortgage was, I don't know. It would be What's a mortgage? Right. <laughs> so, but I could feasibly, based off of my income, this is how much money I'm making, guys. I can change it from eight hundred dollars to forty six dollars a month. I'm calling the feds right now. I'm and I can't do it because the feds won't. Bro, they're playing with I'm you. I'm so mad. They're they, playing with yeah. you. They don't want you to have yeah. that forty six dollars. Bro, I can afford 46 bucks. I can Bruh, hella afford that. <laughs> Just kidding. I 800 bucks. That's, 800 bucks. That's, that's, like, more than, that's more than another bedroom on oh, any yeah. apartment. Y'all be You're paying for an yeah, empty bedroom. Bro, y'all be jonesing about me drinking these protein shakes and shit like that, <laughs> trying to get my body together. I, the long game, I'm like, yo, I might have to strip for a little while. Like, I'm like, I have the long game. Have but you the problem about is, selling drugs? if we start stripping, yeah. it's just gonna be like the village again. It's just we're paying each other to strip. But I'm no the stripper. I'm money. the village stripper. It's a closed circle. <laughs> oh my god! It's a closed circle. I want you your gotta... opinion on this, fellas. Mm-hmm. I've been told by multiple women over the past few years, like, what if you played viola but without your shirt on? What do you think? What do you think? What's oh, your opinion? Oh no, that could be oh, a whole ass series on YouTube, <laughs> on Instagram. No, but, but like I see everything as series, and if you could do that over and over again, and <laughs> just do what I've been doing, but without a shirt on, you probably I probably blow up. You think I blow up? One of two things will happen. Okay, your followers yeah. will decrease in multitudes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I see that being a likely scenario, but or or the okay. one that I want to hear or the opposite. What's or the opposite. That shit, that shit will blow up. But like, I feel like <laughs> you have to be playing like fucking crazy. Some XXX Tentacion shit. No, I was going to say you got to be playing like Shasta Kovic or some shit. Oh, yeah. Like, it's like, 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 really got to be like string quartet. Like, it's got to be like some crazy shit where everyone's not having this. Like, no. Oh, even the girl. Even the girl. Like, even the girls. You know, it's like, just like. Pixelate her free, nips. Free, exactly. the, free the nipple, man. No, keep the them nipple. there. 
But I need to pixelate my nips too because like it's equal opportunity. It's like I gotta be respectful. <laughs> there could be the name of your handle, pixelated nips. Pixelated nips. It's, a, it's a, I'm starting. I'm starting a new. Insta- you heard it here first, folks. I'm starting a new Instagram. That's account. fire. Yeah, I'm gonna wear a mask too, that. so you never know. Bro, you gotta have me on that. It'll, it'll just be my abs. It'll just be my abs and my pecs. Well, sweaty. Yeah, I mean, you could just <laughs> get get that like water bottle. You no, you gotta. Spray uh, you, yeah, you gotta. You're like a hamburger commercial. Like, I'll show the outtakes and just somebody just spraying me. <laughs> no, it's, 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 actually, it's actually Jeremy. He's like, he just comes in the frame. He's like, bro. I'm like, bro, lift your arm up. Like, you gotta get out of here. And like, make up. Right, it's got the big so like that air blower and it's just blowing your squirting water. So. <laughs> That's like, actually amazing. Like, yeah. I love that idea. But we, we should do this. Yeah, <laughs> I'm afraid for yeah. your following. You know what? I don't care. <laughs> I don't care at this point. That that was all a joke. It's all a joke, mom. I'm it not was gonna, all a joke. I'm not. It was Man, all a joke. Be. But also DM me and let me know what you think. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man. So what is we were kind of before? I just cut you off because I'm a terrible interviewer. So bad. What what is next for you though? Because you put you've made the statement. It's you like did the you, thing. You're you're Abraham Lincoln. You've done the Emancipation Proclamation. Right. You've you've whipped it out. And it's probably it a bad table. metaphor. Don't go to any. <laughs> no live performance. Yeah. You, Someone, you you proclamated, and now it's time to go to the you. show. Go to the show. So don't fight the civil war about states' rights. Right. What? The next thing is definitely shows though. The next thing is okay. The next foreseeable thing because after that i'm like i don't even know do i even want to do music like it's so that's hard. true yeah but is. like that's we'll just put like, a pin in that we're gonna come back to that yeah that's, that's important <laughs> oh god oh god no um like it's uh it's one of those things where you just gotta validate what you're thinking like <sighs> Because yeah. as an artist, like yeah. I'm trying to figure that out too. Yeah. Some of my boy Flannel Albert, like performing and stuff yeah. like that. So, what do you have to do? And this is also for the listeners. If you just release some hot shit, like you just drop your own mixtape, like what are the yeah. things you're looking into to start doing live shows? Because that's not something we're taught. If live show is step five, step five. What's step, step, five, what's what's step, step four? 
what's before the live shows. Yeah, how do you get how do you get your foot in? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you do? Yeah, you gotta like um, you gotta lay out all the songs on the table and figure out what conceptually or what how you can consolidate it into the way I see it is into a show because it's like because okay. like you can do gigs and stuff and just yeah. be like I'm playing the show with my guitar but like you want to turn it into like an experience Bad Snacks shout out is really yeah. good at doing that yeah. like she makes her stuff feel like a show she's got like the the lights going yeah. she's, she turns it into like a thing so people come and they're like entranced by mm-hmm. um, anyways like making it into like a like an actual an actual show that's conceptualized around the, the project that you released. I don't know if that helped if that was what you were asking. No, no, no. <laughs> what uh, that's yeah, important like, ha- investing in the show. Freeze. I, I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah, this is actually an MP after me. Go for it. Um, no, this is a, this is a really great. Keep it rolling, dude. You're really, you're really crushing it. We got it. I'm glad you're having fun. Just trying to add conversation. I'm sweating. I'm like, oh, God. You're getting, getting sweaty. <laughs> like I, I'm, I didn't realize how like fun this was. Like, yeah. You guys okay. probably have a lot of fun. I mean, that's why we just kind of we figured we were talking anyways. Why not just put a mic in front of it? Yeah. So oh. this is a segment we like to call Drew's in the bathroom. He's in the bathroom. Drew is in the bathroom. Is that a time? Yeah. Okay, so now that Drew's in the bathroom, it's time for real talk. Hey, Drew's in the bathroom. What do you actually think of Drew? <laughs> <laughs> that garbage person. Drew's the man. Honestly, no. like, he's a cool guy. He's really, yeah. really, really... Uh, he's really passionate about what he does, and I feel like it inspires other people. He's a very inspirational person. And I think what's nice, it was nice of, like hearing him speak of you leading up to this interview about how he kept mentioning that this is the first kind of one of my first friends in LA when he got here. Mm. And I think it helps because as he's shifting in towards, you know, trying to drop more of his own tracks, mm-hmm. it's great for you. You've done it. Right. You've, you, you went, you've done the thing, you've got it out there. He's inspired by it. Yeah. And I mean, it's, yeah. I'm inspired by anyone who's put in the time and done these, these long-term things that for most people never get done. Mm-hmm. It's always, it's put off. There's an excuse or real concern about getting it out there. Yeah. And you, we're also concerned about if people, I think a lot of people are concerned about if people are going to like it or if people are going to listen to it. And um, especially like classic musicians, because we're always being picked apart. That's mm-hmm. our whole thing is being picked apart. And going like, to school for it is it's just, so hard. It's just a critique. Yeah. Like it takes the fun out of it. And I think that kind of transitioning into being an artist as a classical musician is getting over that kind of unlearning. Like if you really want to get into being an artist, I feel like you have to unlearn those critiques Mm -hmm. because at the end of the day, people who want to hear music want to just hear music. They want to have fun. They want entertainment. They want to hear good music, but they're not looking at like, are you vibrating every note? Like, are you... Is your bullshit? Like, does it sound good? I mean, think about. Am, am I like as an audience member enjoying it? That's what they care about. They're like, do I? Am I having a fun time? No. Well, then, like, I had a no. great <laughs> undergrad teacher in composition, and one thing I'll just never forget. So, if you're thinking about you know music school, what is it? It's just for contemporary classical music. You know, it's all about the technique, the art, the this, the that. The, did you use these figures and transform yeah. this motivic thing? How weird is it? Whatever it is, there's all these other things that go on. 
And this teacher had gone down for performance of his piece uh, in Brazil. And I asked him how it went. And he said there were like a thousand people in the audience. Mm-hmm. And they all like enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. But it was a transformative thing for yeah. him mm-hmm. because he's used to avant-garde, 60 people, closed circuit. They all right. don't enjoy it because they all do that thing. They're all hypercritical. Right. And he was writing very, very complex music. Right. And he had written a piece that wasn't complex. It was inspired by Katy Perry and then had it in an audience of thousands of people. And they like loved it and came up and talked to him after. And, and it was kind of like seeing, he was older than me, but seeing a light bulb at him. Because the, the idea of giving value to the concept of doing something for people's enjoyment. Right. It's right, weird. You right. think that'd be the most obvious thing. It's like, oh, I want people to enjoy this. This isn't a knock on the art. There's importance to like art too, I feel. I mean, I think when you're listening to Bartok or something, like you want to hear how Bartok, the artist, wrote it. So mm-hmm. I, I don't think it's invalid to like care about those things. I'm just saying in the realm of like entertaining uh, like the masses, the average person that doesn't really know about that stuff, like you have to be aware that they don't even know what's yeah. good. They're like, cool, you like you did it. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that, that doesn't emotionally draw them yeah. to you if your bow is straight. Like that, or like if you're like um having the right technique. But I feel like film comedy is just a, a whole nother like mm-hmm. ball game because you're like writing to someone else's piece. Well then you have to serve Yeah. Yeah, you have alternative but it's not a whole lot different in that at least with what you've done in like the album. One of the things I thought was interesting, particularly the biggest word on your website when you go through is not just your name, it's like artistic. Like mm-hmm. you focused in on it. Oh, my it's, website. Yeah. I don't even update. <laughs> I'm not, no, I don't my, to, my website is not, not exempt. But, but like seeing how you promote things, like one of the first things we see is the word artistic. Mm-hmm. It's not only about you, like you, what you've done, it's boom, like you have the goal there. You want to collaborate with people and you have the the art in mind. And that doesn't mean, and I think there's something artful about making something enjoyable to listen to. Mm. It was really hard for me mm. coming in from contemporary classical music where I didn't really keep that in mind. Mm-hmm. It's not like I ignored it or was going against it, but it wasn't on the top three. You know, I wanted to make something. Points. Yeah, you just did. Yeah, you I wasn't going against it. It sounded different. And yeah. And, yeah. That, and, the diff, and sometimes like being different was outweighed who was going to listen to it. Totally. But it's neat because you're kind of coming in somewhat from that background too mm-hmm. into this where you totally. want people to enjoy it. You want yeah. people to enjoy this I think I just think it just depends on what you want and if, what you're okay with. If you're okay with making weird shit because you're really passionate about it and people like that, but only like a slight few, mm-hmm. and you find a way to make a living out of that, that's amazing. Like, yeah. that's fine. It's, it's just Many the, people can do that too. It's not just yeah. like one or two. Actually, I think if you're passionate about it, you will be able to do it. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're passionate Absolutely. about it and not just do it because someone's telling you to do a 12-tone row or something, mm-hmm. and you really love 12-tone rows and you're like, you're the, it's the whole thing, you're investing in that, people will come to see that because you care. 12-tone, because, because there, the there are people, I, I think that moving forward with, like, this sort of theme of, like, trying to engage with the masses, I think that we have to take psychology into account when it comes mm-hmm. to making music. People are creatures of habit. And we are we have a higher affinity quicker to things that we recognize. I mean, there's a part of our brain that makes us look at electrical sockets and see faces going like, 
Uh, right, right, right. They're, they're, <laughs> that part of the brain is what pop Smart. music appeals to because it's a yeah. specific structure yeah. that you can really rely on as a listener. Yeah. And so, your art, if you present the music in this structure, you can already quickly get people to like, okay, I'm on board. Yeah, you already have. What do they there. have to say? You already have right there. Exactly. You were like, oh, I know. Okay, so this is this is the part where you okay. This is the part where I try to listen to the lyrics now, or I try to listen to the beat. And here's where the drop is. Exactly. EDM was like the whole EDM wave in like oh my goodness, yeah, yeah. Megatron taking a dump. Yeah. Oh yeah. Fucking like people. It it like you said psychology. It is a emotional, the chemical, whatever, you know, dopamine, I don't know mm-hmm. the actual, but like the chemicals are working mm-hmm. in your body and you're like, holy shit, this is where the, you, you, you anticipate, it. you're yeah. waiting for that if you're big into ass that sort of music, yeah. like you know that shit. So if you are a maker of that music, you have to think about that. Even if you're trying to do something different, if you're trying to appeal to those people, you have to think about, okay, I have to have that somehow, mm-hmm. that same fucking reaction. Well, it's kind of like the stories. Yeah, it's I like say? stories we talked about mm. on previous. There's times. the same couple arcs, but think of we are not done telling stories. Yeah, you know we're not even close. But we get pissed when we are told stories that we've heard before. If we if the <laughs> problems the problems are the same, but if the solutions are also the same, that's when we're like that's a mm. that's a cop out. Yeah. That's why we get mad at like shows like Game of Thrones. It's like. The resolution was not satisfying right. because if you can tell what's going to happen, there's no surprise. We love learning things. That's how we learn yeah. things from stories. So if you make a piece of music that addresses a love, okay, everybody's done that. But then you have an interesting perspective. Yeah. Kiki, do you love me? Are you riding? And also meme culture is adding another layer to art. <laughs> smart. You know what I mean? It's brilliant. So like smart. he understands that memes are the way to pass ideas now. I remember, I always remember when he was wearing some some crazy thing. I don't remember what he was doing. He did this pose. Oh, it, it was the, oh, the, the hotline bling. Yeah. Oh, like, hotline, 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 hotline bling. bling. And people made fun of him about it. But then but he you, like. He didn't have to market anything. That. Yeah. He didn't have to do anything. No. Monetize Everybody people did it. That's making a genius. <laughs> Everybody, he did that on purpose. He knew Drake. it. He Shout knew it. Drake. It yeah. was brilliant. Actually, genius. John Hong, friend in the pod, friend of the pod. wrote a, an entire blog post about how he it was engineered to be viral. Yeah. How it was engineered to be made fun of and therefore it was going to reach more people. But then actually if you li- if you don't watch the video and listen to the song, it's actually kind of dope. Yeah, it's no, a it's, good song. It's a good song. Great song. And that's another thing that I think classical musicians, if they want to be like artists or like whatever they're trying to do, mm-hmm. like trying to tailor it to people in a way that you're not taking yourself seriously. So you'll do more thing. There's more options. I mean, you're not taking yeah. yourself seriously. Yeah. There are more options of marketing yourself. Like mm-hmm. I'm going to wear a fucking wig, like <laughs> <laughs> just to get people to hear my dope music. Cause I know it's good. Tyler, like, the creator. Yeah, oh yeah. Example. Another friend of the pod, uh, and just fellow Juilliard alone, Anthony Barfield. Okay. Just variety pack. So trombonist, does that whole route uh-huh. was always working on like hip hop and other project film on the side. He's just eclectic. He's just done a little bit of everything. Yeah. And he finally like left Juilliard, like working even in administration and education mm-hmm. and to really fully sink his teeth into producing. And he said he produced Chris Brown. 
thing. He's, oh, wow. he's, he's done. Oh, he's done quite well. Chris Brown. And, and oh yeah, Chris Anthony Brown. Chris it's, it's Chris, Anthony Chris Barfield. Brown. But he was writing music. He also writes music for a band like Wind On Oh, you know. And then the next thing you know, he's like, I work with Chris Brown. Bro, if classical musicians, if we, if we as a group, like, like, big dick energy into yeah. the industry, <laughs> we can fuck this shit up because we yeah, know so yeah, much yeah, about big, music. That's just have true. To be Is that an episode title? Big, big dick, dick energy. energy into classical. Classical, 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 classical big, dick big dick energy. But what he did, I because I asked him, because I like doing a variety of things, mm-hmm. and he was, he has gone and done it. And... He he was mentioning some of the things you had specifically talked about, and mm. he's like you he's, he you have to approach this though in a different way. He's he's like as a classical musician as the artist, you want to throw everything in there mm-hmm. because you know you know a bunch of tricks. Yeah, you know you, you've got the notes down. You've got a lot of, of background in this thing. You could you could do it all. And he's no, he had to like learn to kind of dial it back. Yeah, and kind of not maybe it's the take himself less serious, but take that seriousness of classical music and be like. You, you need to let it breathe and mm-hmm. tailor it to the audience. It's almost a sprinkling on top. Yeah. And it eventually becomes the main course. Eventually, if you can yeah. get people to appreciate it. But right now, it has to sprinkle it on top because people mm-hmm. don't. Like, it's too complex for the average. They're like, what? Well, here's, here's, what, here's what I've learned. Listening and studying to people like Mozart. You have to realize Mozart was around when there was no, electri- no electricity. Mm. So people had time. That's people had time. They were bored. So mm. he was able to do an exposition and then put like four different themes in the exposition. And then repeat it. Develop them in the development and then repeat them and like add a little extra sauce in the recapitulation, right? Now there's so much information. We just we want you to like take this little do 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 and just flip it chopping and screwing and just take that one idea and see how far that idea can go instead of introducing four ideas and introduce half an idea but then like commit to it and I think that's and I don't think there's a fault in that it's always pitched as a negative like oh they keep people losing focus but eh we've changed we evolved we're evolving we now have cat videos yeah we we got better things to do I love watching cat videos dude for real (laughs) People, you a couple cat, of my friends. I want a dog really badly, oh. and this, you know, I think the thirst is just I want some companionship. So, mm-hmm. but I'm also a musician that travels the a lot. Thirst. The thirst. Big you know, I think parentheses the thirst. I think you know what? If I get a dog, it's a wrap. Like girls are literally just gonna like come through on their own because of the dog. <laughs> oh yeah, for oh, real. That and that's not why I want a dog. I just want a dog because I want somebody to need me. Mm. I need you too. Damn. I need you too, Trevor. I need you, you Jeremy. Man. And this is why having friends is super important. I think for me, it's just like this transition to LA, meeting people, yeah. realizing people in LA are shallow as a rule, as a rule, mm-hmm. and then finding mm-hmm. the exceptions. The, the, the thing, the, because again, nice. we, it's hard to compare New York and LA because fundamentally they're so different there's almost nothing in common they're set up differently the people These in are, are super different, different humans but yeah. what's interesting about new york is i think it went against most people's stereotypes yeah. in that yeah. there's very i've met very little mean people in new york yeah very little yeah they're either neutral it completely ignore you yeah 
you know, they're in their own world or they're pretty nice. Yeah. I will say in LA, I've met actually the spectrum's humongous. Yeah. I've met some the of the stereotypes. Yeah. Oh, I've definitely met those, but I met some incredibly nice people. I met some people I wanted who blow my mind do drugs with, and then <laughs> never talk to them. and then there are people that I just want to like take pictures with. Right. right. That's the that's the spectrum. That's though. literally it. Drugs yeah. or pics? Yeah. Are we are drugging we or are we picking? Drugging or we picking? Right. What are we doing? No. And what you said about New York is facts, though, because like I think people from New York. They just don't want, they literally just don't want bullshit. So if you come yeah. to them with bullshit, yeah. they're going to be mean they to you. They ax it. So like, <laughs> it's a yeah. yeah, they don't have time for that. Yeah. It's like, bullshit. You have to get on the subway. A, it's a good thing if you think yeah. about it. It's like, that's a positive That's what thing. I love them about it. It's mm-hmm. like, we don't want bullshit, which yes. In LA, I feel like people handle a lot of bullshit just for jobs. Like just to keep. Do they eat that up? Put it on a platter, scrape it in your mouth. Yeah. Like, give me that shit. I'll do anything for work. They they do. They do. I can't. I I wasn't prepared for the volume of that because. Yeah. Because I just again, you assume it's like, (laughs) oh, I've been in New York. I've been a big city. I get the drill. The meritocracy working hard. And then you come out here. New York complex. And it's just, Mm -hmm. it's it's just bags of of shit, and people (laughs) will just take it. For no money, and it's Full incredible. Bags. Oh and, man! And yeah. I'm all fine for working from the bottom, particularly since I'm jumping into newer fields. Yeah. I need to be there. Yeah. It's where I want to be. But we're also not scrubs. Yeah, but it, it's tricky because yeah. it's newer, so it's it's more nuanced. But the sheer volume of people in my position—that's what blows my mind. It is. There's so many people that are just There's barely thousands, and they're all. Yeah. All they need, they need that experience. So you're yeah. now competing against for the no money gigs. You're not even fighting yeah. for the good ones. It's thousand yeah. people fighting for the freebie. That's why this I don't is do honestly free gigs. why I like. I had to stop because I was like, I don't can't do free gigs. Mm-hmm. I don't can't do it. do it. I had to start street performing because I was like, yeah. I would rather do that yeah. than like hope and, and like kiss your ass. Like no. What's like, the big? What's the biggest benefit from street performing that you've seen? Because that's a busker. Yeah. Like what? From my perspective, yeah. I understand it. But like, how do you synthesize, it, especially here? How's it different? I think where I've street performed in the metro, it's so lacking now. Like no hmm. one does it. No one does it at all. Everyone mm. does it on Hollywood Boulevard, which is another good place to street. Hollywood Bo- Boulevard. Promenade. Uh, Promenade. Yeah, pretty much anywhere. So yeah, like, Santa Monica. Yeah. The, the Grove, that's somewhere that no one's doing it. Like, if you, you know. On the do we have an, do Weird. We, do you need a permit there? I don't know. I'm, I'm wondering. I'm willing to just not to figure, to find out. Yeah. Because, like, really, that's what I found out with busking is that those are, those aren't laws. They're just rules that they say you can't busk. You really yeah. should just go out and try it. If you can play music, yeah. go out with a fucking Nas X fucking Old Town <laughs> Road and play over that shit. Like people will be like, "Wow, it's Nas X, and you're playing a viola." Here, like I just need yeah. to like be comfortable. No, they'll say you're stuff. playing a violin. Let's get it correct. Yeah. And then you'd be like, take like your, your money back. Man. You make them take your money out of your case. No. So actually, for I that, I'm going to need another dollar. I don't want your money. There's a, there's a, a correct instrument identification. It's, uh, rebate. It's surplus. Rebate. You get a rebate if you guess it correct. But uh, if you don't, I'm going to need it. I'm going to need a fee. Uh, yeah, man. Street performing. I've been street performing with my friend Kiazi. Kiazi is one of my favorite people. He's, he's cool. He's, he's from so, New York. He's so dope. He has this really good energy, and I was like, "This guy ain't from here." 
No, man, he's, he's not from LA. There's he's also a pretty LA. weird thing how, again, just like New York, I felt like I never met someone from there, like actually in the city. Yeah. It almost never happened. And it's pretty similar here. Mm-hmm. I rarely meet anyone who's actually from here. Mm-hmm. But New York it felt like a younger city. Yeah. Because New York, it's, it's, it's the disparities. It's young with nothing, super wealthy. You can have a great time in New York if you're young with nothing because you don't have a car, you can go around, yeah. there's a lot of free stuff. It's nasty. You, you can, can put you up can, with you crappy. Can in public. You can, you can put up with peeing in public when you're young. And then I mean, I if you have a lot of money, New York's a great place to be. Um, yeah. But out here, there's people are a lot older in general. They, you can't pee in public. They've come here, they come here later. I don't know why. I, I don't meet. I think it's a harder city than New York. It is. Yeah. I agree, actually. I think that's why you I have to agree. be super yeah. self-aware. Yeah. If, especially if you're trying to, I guess, if you're trying to do industry stuff out here. This town will eat you. I was not prepared for how entrenched the industry and You have to be, have good people around you, and you have to have that big dick energy. You got to have that. You got to have that big dick energy. Yeah. That's true. You just got to be like, you got to be like, I'm about minds. Like, yeah. Like, um, and uh, people who just try to, you know, haters, are, you, just, you just have to talk to the haters like you're a hater. Basically. It's weird because, yeah, it's like, I feel like New York them. prepared us better for like reality with the neutral. Like, I don't need the bullshit. But I think it almost, it didn't do, it did me a great job to pre- prepare on like a personal level for LA, yeah. but maybe actually not as a business perspective from That's LA because I came business. in and I'm expecting other people to not be about the bullshit. And to also understand, yeah, hard work, but, you know, you should be good at the thing and to take care of each other. But that's what's your, what's your angle? New, new, yeah, right. New York taught me to take care of people. And yeah. then it's hard to not come off as being, you know, fake or weird because you're not, you're in a world where a lot of people aren't exactly real. Exactly. Yeah. But I think the antidote to that is exposure. Like... You were really nice to me when I first met you, but most people were really nice. And then he exposed himself, and that will get. And then I was like, "Oh, he's got that big dick energy." (laughs) (laughs) And and I saw, man, that energy is right there, massive. That energy is honestly throbbing. I think it's (laughs) stop throbbing. Oh God, throbbing. Shut it down. (laughs) Shut shut it. No, we gotta stop. <laughs> Back it up. I'm gonna need you. No, oh, I think that following through is the way I've started to pick people out. If people follow through, and if people say what they mean, and if people, um, you know, if you if you feel like you can depend on people and get shit done with people, that's a really really good relationship. Oh, it's such a rare, yeah, commodity here. I think uh, one you thing can I pick noticed, it up very easily because yeah. people will like. Say one thing and then do another thing. And I, I sometimes you have to do that to those people. I'm doing it. We never right get the now. whole picture. I'm doing it right now. Yeah. We, we never get the whole picture. But one thing I realized, because I'm looking back at what's almost a year here now, I'm like, what was what was different in me? Not just, of course, the business lifestyle. Everything changed because it's starting close to ground. Started from the ground bottom. again. But I realized I got away from some of my own tenants. Maybe it's because I had less things to give. But one of the things I loved about New York is like, I love the community. I trusted them. I trusted people. So I'd recommend people to things. Like I left seven or eight jobs and I made sure those are all filled. 
a list of people and those are people I trusted or I thought were great. And then I got here and I realized I got away from it. So mm-hmm. up until the past two or three months, I was like, wait, of course things aren't going well. Mm-hmm. I'm not being me. I'm, I'm not helping anyone. So why would, why would they help? Well, me? your podcast idea is the best way I think to build like something real. Cause you're literally building something real together. And it's the best friendship way to build a friendship out here yeah, I think because so. people want to do shit. Like mm-hmm. when you're here, you're like, I want to do shit. So we're, we're going to use that bit for all marketing. We're just doing it for friends. I just want to make friends. Okay. We got, we got, we got a good, we got podcasting a good plug. For friends. That's the mm-hmm. name. Podcasting. For yeah. Friends. Yeah. Big dick energy. Podcasting. For and friends. then we got, we got a good plug. Okay. Get out. We're, we're, we're we, have, we have a butt plug. We got, oh, we got oh, no, 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 no. We got everything. We need from you. Get the fuck out of my house. It's over. We got the plug. House. <laughs> I know. Oh, actually, right. yeah. Actually, we talk about mortgages. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I I've been thinking about getting a house. My mom um hit me up the other day. She was like, "Yo, there's this uh, housing lottery going on in Georgia with Habitat for Humanity. I wish you would sign up for it. So I might be mm. awarded a house at a small." A foreclosed house at a small cost. From where? From in Georgia. Georgia. In Georgia. Yeah. Are you gonna like? I would definitely it to buy people. It. Yeah, yeah, I would rent it out. Where like, specifically? That's, that's in Georgia. Not really. Not really sure. Okay. Um, I'm gonna do some more research. It's not till July, so I have a, I have a week or two mm-hmm. uh, to wait. But I'm gonna do that. Like, I'm thinking about investing in real estate. My roommate owns the house that I live in. Uh, There's a whole article about it. Yeah, a whole article about him. He's Winton. Winton's Winton's a bad motherfucker like i want him on this podcast for yeah. sure he'll definitely come on uh he's just so busy he's out of town right now performing uh doing i met him a bunch it's funny i never saw you two together but i met him before even you came like oh, seen him perform really? and i'm yeah. like that's the dude from john hong's article yeah no he's <laughs> he has he's, a house like that's i walked up to him it's like wow you How paid you, you did a five percent down payment on a house yeah. like that's the opener yeah he's he's one of those people also one of the things that I love about him and that I also see in you is that it's understated. Here in LA, everybody's tooting their own horn and being like, I'm dope, check this out. You got to, there's, there are too many goddamn people here. Mm-hmm. But you and he are so comfortable, not in a bad way, but secure in where you're going and who you are as people that you don't feel the need to flaunt it at every turn. And that's another reason why I'm going to start this podcast because I want to do the bragging for you. You're fucking dope, man. By the way, I adore you. Rome is on the Joe Budden podcast since I'm apparently really like a modest person. I'm just going to go ahead and I'm going to break that and I'm not modest at all. Rome was on, no, I'm just playing. (laughs) (laughs) But really though, that was a pretty, that was a cool thing. What did he say? I didn't, I didn't hear that snippet. Um, He said it was a dope record, which Mm -hmm. is, I feel like in the hip hop community, they're kind of they don't like to give people um, props. Like, yeah. They don't like to say it too much, even though they feel it. I think yeah. they really. I think he. That's why they picked it. I mean, I think people just relate to the lyrics. Uh, I mean, I wrote it from a place of like, yeah, it's fucking lonely. But I think a lot of people are, and when you relate to a song, you like it. So. Can you sing a little bit of it for us? I've been walking down this lonely road. There's no one for me. And it's only the cold stone. Don't try to save me. Oh. It's like a- <laughs> if you don't, if you don't, 
That doesn't make you want to go listen to Late Bloomer. I don't know what is. Uh, Jeremy, I think we're going to have to kind of like start wrapping it up because like, I think my camera's going to explode. But, <laughs> no. <laughs> no, but like for real, thank you for taking the time to take a chance on the Faking Notes podcast coming through. That'd be one of our first guests, man. Oh, yeah. It's been a pleasure. I was scared at first. Podcasts are good. Everybody's real, you've done yeah. it. Real conversation. I, I did it. You yeah. did it. And, I mean, and and you're a natural. We're going to edit this so you look as worse as possible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. We're, we're going to... Yeah, also, please. so where can people find you on the internet? I think that's super important. Like, Yeah. Jer- Jeremy XX Jones on all platforms. Instagram, Twitter. YouTube is, you know, you can Jeremy Jones, Jeremy XX Jones. Um, Late Bloomer, just... Um, yeah. Jeremy XX Jones on all social media. Late Bloomer on all streaming platforms. Spotify title... Apple Music. Your, He's your, everywhere. Your mom's bedroom. Find your mom's him. bedroom. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's playing it. It's kind of like Apple Music, He's but, mom's but with your mom. Ooh. Yeah. Um, Ooh. But thanks again. Stir. We've had it on here. Yeah. We're excited for what you've already done. Uh-huh. We're really excited for the future. So uh-huh. maybe, we'll, maybe we'll catch you at a show. We, we, we got to get, get you back on here. Shows are going to happen. Yeah. July is what I'm thinking. After your, tour, after your tour in Japan, we'll, we'll have you on <laughs> and ask you how that went. I'm going to speak that into existence. Manifest that shit. for people like like on their press tour when they're releasing music i want them to be able to because particularly for classical musicians or classical adjacent there's yeah. none there's nothing there's no platform everybody just pontificates about yeah. why do you practice yeah how do you practice better yeah. or there's just not enough like one of the things we're looking around they're all very you know serious so yeah there's some there's some great content but it's it's done in a serious light like come in and tell us about your marketing strategy yeah versus like big dick energy i think big dick energy can influence people in ways that practice hacks can't practice what practice practice hacks hacks? yeah Yeah. i i think that like because practicing can happen in real time like practicing like are you talking about music i'm talking about life this is that's oh, what the, yeah. we're yeah, practicing. This is right practice. Now. This yeah. is practice. We're faking yeah, that's what I'm saying. We're faking okay. it. Yeah, we're, we're faking right. notes. Just practicing in real time as you're doing it, like mm-hmm. it's practice. Like, mm-hmm. um, yeah. And 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 documenting and bringing people along for the journey. And I and I, I I expect you will possibly be a staple of this 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 series. And, and this is fun. Yeah, man. this is my first podcast. Oh really? Actually, well, no, I did one in Indiana, but like, oh, well, I'll just I just fuck myself then. Okay. Yeah, just like. <laughs> I don't You're have an exclusive. I you thought know, you were a virgin, bro. <laughs> the, law, the, the, lawyers, the lawyers. The lawyers. <laughs> excuse me. Sir, excuse me. Exclusive rights. <laughs> I think it's time for we just, It's we're just going to so sign off. So, so let's just make up a little here? sign yeah. off. Uh, uh, we're in uh, actually, what we you do. see, we, we, yeah. we, we don't like, prepare anything. Yeah. And we don't even like look at and each we, other. We improv it. So we, we just drop a beat. This is the music. That's it. We're done. That's it. Yeah. Screw.